This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes, the legend continues, and we continue on with another episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. I am the Main Event Player of the Super City, God of God's Game of Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. Well, if you guys have heard the last episode, you know that, you know, this is the second episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Now... The first episode that came out just yesterday was about, you know, me talking about the social and talking about a few other things that happened, including the um, uh, the aftermath of what took place over on uh, NWA um, uh, When Our Shadows Fall. I've got I've got a little bit of an update uh, for everyone on this episode about what's going to take place with the NWA and you'll. You'll find out uh, about that news and everything. And most of it revolves around former WWE superstar Mickey James. We'll talk about that in a moment. And speaking of the WWE, we're going to talk a lot about the stupidest things that have been happening in professional wrestling, including a segment that I saw on Monday Night Raw, which features Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. And not just that, but a couple of other things I want to get out as well. A little bit more talk about... The social, just to kind of give you a little bit more opinion on that, because even though, even though I gave you some stuff to understand from me, there's more, and trust me, you'll you'll want to stick around for that one. And of course, we got NXT Takeover coming up this Sunday, as it happens on the Peacock Network. Everything from the Fatal Five Way match for the uh, NXT Championship, the NXT Women's Championship will be decided as well. The Million Dollar Championship will also be on the line in a ladder match. At NXT TakeOver in your house, and you'll find out about that and so much more. So let's get right into it. Let's get into a little music, shall we? Let's go ahead and get into something from, uh, and I don't, I think I played this last time. I'm not sure. Um, I decided I was going to do it anyway. It's a, it's an old school song. Uh, this song took place right back in 1993, and it's a duet, almost a duet. If anybody remembers, I've never seen the movie. I've heard of the soundtrack, but I've never seen the movie. If you've heard of the soundtrack of judgment day or judgment night you probably have heard of um several co- uh, collaborations that took place on that soundtrack one i'm about to play for you is from slayer and ice t and um it's kind of a crazy combination when you think about it you got ice t on one side and you got slayer on the other side which is kind of a lethal combination there now if you've heard it you know what's up but just in case you don't from the judgment night soundtrack your slayer and ice t doing um, a cover from uh, The Exploited, I think that's what it is, a song called Disorder. Come 
Now, if that shit don't get you pumped up, I don't know what can. That was Slayer and Ice-T doing Judge... Doing, uh, I'm sorry, the song Disorder from the Judgment Night soundtrack. Um, uh, I, I've never... And, and as I stated before, I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movie of uh, Judgment Night. I've only heard of the soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack had featured several collaborations. Uh, not just Slayer and Ice-T, but there was... Um, Let's see, there was one with, uh, I think, Onyx and uh, Biohazard. That was one I remember. Uh, Pearl Jam, and I'm trying to remember if it was the Wu-Tang Clan or something. But the soundtrack has um, several different collaborations with several of the metal artists and the rap artists combined, even some of the alternative that's, that's in there. Now, I have the original soundtrack here at my house. Um, I actually have the disc inside somewhere. Uh, you can actually, uh, if you guys are interested in checking out the Judgment Night soundtrack, you can look for it on Spotify. It's actually on there. You can see the full album set and everything. So if you want to listen to Slayer and Ice-T or Onyx and Biohazard or all that, you know, check it out. You can check it out on YouTube. You can check it out on Spotify. You can check it out on YouTube Red or whatever it is you find your favorite music. Now... Uh, obviously, we got to get into some wrestling and everything, but let's go ahead and continue talking about this whole thing with um, uh, with the social. Now, I I pretty much was um, you know talking about the social on the last episode, but I didn't fully explain a lot of the stuff uh, that I saw. So, to kind of to kind of reiterate on some stuff, let me go back to the social. Let me go back to what happened on Monday and everything. Uh, the video and. And uh, the person that was involved in it, uh, the the guy named um, Ricky, uh, I think it's Valensis, right? I think that's his name. Uh, he's also a, a singer for uh, the Church Unlimited, right? He also was a member of the Kubmia Kings. Now, let's talk about the the man first. Um, now, as you as you heard on several of the uh, of the clips that I showed here on my main event talk, you know that this individual uh, had had a se- had sexual contact with this woman, and uh, this woman has not been identified yet. But I guess whoever she is is someone that um, I don't know that works for the social, or maybe just there for the hell of it. Now, the social had already, uh, and um, I think I was on their website just a moment ago. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. Uh, okay, I found it right here. Let me see if I can go to the official page here so that way I can have a look at it. Okay. All right, I found... There's a home, there's a video. Um, let me see if I can find the rest of it. There was supposed to be some sort of a statement that they made involving what took place here. Um, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm just looking at a bunch of this stuff here that was posted. I don't know if I can... I'm trying to find... Um, I don't think I'm going to like this page here. I'm trying to look at the... Um, uh, not communities, not the events. Uh, I'm trying to look for uh, something that they reviewed here, the photos and stuff. Um, there were a lot... Um, it doesn't... There was a statement that they made here, and I can't find it. Um, you know how they're... Okay, because on... Um, when you go to a Facebook page and you notice something on the words post, let's see, it doesn't really, because it says here, I'm looking at this on my laptop computer. I see the social from Corpus Christi book and everything else like that. You see home reviews, uh, photos, vibes, but it doesn't have anything on post. So 
my guess is they don't want to post anything uh, unless it's disrespectful or something stupid like that. Of course, there's uh, I saw something here. There's a video here. Um, and I think... Let's see if we can we can pull up the video here. Okay, this is what happened. Okay. Uh, okay, where, where is it? The, there was a video here that was... Okay, here we go. Okay, I see the video over here. Now, the video, it says here... Uh, absolutely... <laughs> this, is, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen here. Now, they posted this video, right? And they showed, uh, I guess, uh, a sign, right? This is over at the social. Uh, let me see if I can read the sign here. The camera goes close to it. It says, absolutely no banging allowed. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Let's... And let me, let me also uh, read this part here. In light of the actions of a few, we, the social, are 110% do not condone nor tolerate this kind of behavior. With that being said, come out tonight and enjoy our $4 our $4 rample and $4 Jameson and all that stuff. And oh god, let me um can, can we turn the sound on on this thing? Let me see if we can cuz no, okay, that's what it is. Okay, so it's just, uh, they showed a sign out that says, absolutely no banging allowed. Okay, so, okay, first of all, first of all, that's, the, okay, even though it, it uh, on the sign, I'm reading the sign here, it says here, absolutely no banging, and you put sex, and you cross it out. Okay, here's the thing. First of all, don't put that sign out there for anyone to look at, because people will laugh at it, all right? And number two, here's the thing, guys. Sex is bound to happen somewhere. Yes, it, if it and this is the truth. If it's not happening inside the club or in the restroom, sex is bound to happen somewhere. Okay, it could happen in the car. It could happen in the parking lot. It could happen on the other side of the fucking bar. It could happen on the other side of the building. The point is, something is going to go down. Now, to the social, this is the thing. You can tell the world that they can't have have sex. Here's the thing. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't host the I wouldn't put out that um that that whatever that sign is that you absolutely no banging. Okay, so first of all, that's stupid. That's that's stupid for a couple of reasons. Number one, the word banging. Okay, so in other words I can't bang on the door, I can't bang on the table, I can't bang on the pool table, I can't bang at anything. What the fuck are you talking about? Now if you were to put something that says absolutely no sex, then it would make fucking sense. It's it's like it's like WWE, right? It's like, we see that this is professional wrestling, but yet they don't want to use the term professional wrestling when we know it is professional wrestling. The social's doing the same fucking thing. They go ahead, put the sign out that says, absolutely no banging. And I'm like, okay, so in other words, if I go like this, is that considered no banging? Are you out of your fucking mind? Now, the term... If you use the term absolutely no sexual contact or no sex at all or or anything, then that would make absolutely sense. If it says absolutely no banging, some people are going to be doing that shit, okay? Now, if it's actual banging, you know, actual, you know, that kind of banging, then that's okay. But you have to understand, you're dealing with a society of people that will read that term and automatically think 
that actual word. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm using the word banging, I'm thinking of banging the door or banging the closet or banging. That, that's what it is. That's what you think about. Now, if it's in a sexual contact, that, in other words, I'm a banger on top of the fucking table or I'm a banger on top of the fucking fridge or I'm a banger on top of a microwave oven. Well, some people will find it funny, but also some people will be like, okay, how did that happen again? <laughs> and, and also to the social. Here's the thing. Now, I represent Richard's Billiards. I do. I, and as I stated before, I don't own Richard's Billiards. They don't own me. I don't own them. But I represent them in my own contact. Now, this kind of stuff right here that happened with the social is going to get popular. Now, not that the social isn't a popular place. It is. It's a very popular place. Have I been to that place before? Uh, several times, but I think it was before the social. I remember that quite well. But the thing is, this may be bad. This is bad publicity for the social. But any publicity for the social will work. Unfortunately, the thing is, it's a short-term one. It's a very short-term one. Because while this is being displayed, and while they're showing off and doing what they can, I mean, I, I can applaud them for that, but also, I don't think they, I mean, I don't think they understand that, yes, you're, you're taking advantage of a situation, and you're using it to your advantage, but it won't last long, it won't, like, in other words, I'm not saying that the club will absolutely suck, it's going to be good for maybe a week or two, and then after that, nobody's going to remember this anymore, until, uh, until it's brought up. Now, I know some people will say, well, Richard's Billiards did the same thing. I mean, well, no. I mean, Richard's, Richard's Billiards is different because there, ha- you know, there have been several bad publicities for Richard's Billiards. But it's publicity that goes away in an instant. And I'm not saying that it's going to be a popular hangout. All right, Richard's, Richard's is always going to be my place no matter what. I'm not going to stop coming to that place, if bar fights start occurring, if a murder-suicide were to take place, or if, uh, or, or, if some, or if some unsuspecting fool decides to go ahead, take his truck, run into the fucking bar, then it's over with. I mean, that'd be, that, that'd be completely stupid, but I'll still go regardless because I support the place. I support Richard's Billiards. I've been going there for 18 years. Now, they know that when they see something like the social, now, Richard's will probably maybe take advantage of the situation. I don't think they will. But they've got several big events that are going to happen, including uh, Emo Night, which they're going to have again, which, by the way, that's going to take place on uh, July 31st, from what I understand. And and Richard, and to everyone that's listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast, listen, when you do Emo Night, remember, you better be fully loaded. Because when you guys had Emo Night a couple of weeks ago, when I was there... There was a full crowd. You had a lot of people there. You had some damn good music. And this was like this was like club music metal style. And I like it. Alright? Everything from, you know, when you started pulling, you know, Bullet on My Valentine, Sublime, and all this other stuff. I mean it's not the kind of metal that I'm used to listening to because I'm I'm far above that, you know, Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth, and the whole nine yards. But this kind of music, it works and I won't have to even touch the jukebox if I have to. So that's fine. So emo night, be ready for that. It's going to happen on July 31st over at Richard's Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average hero's legend continues. Uh, make your reservations while you can and everything else like that. Now, to go ahead and close this out, um, for the social, 
it's still going to be a popular hangout. It's still going to be a good place to talk about. Uh, this was uh, very, very bad because, number one, they had a member of the Cumbia Kings show up over there. And number two, this woman has not been identified, but I'm telling you this right now. I'm think, I think she's kind of keeping her distance away from what's going on because no one has been able to figure out who that woman is, right? It's just someone that shows up and getting banged over in front of the fucking bar and everything. So, like, like I said, the social is going to have this kind of publicity happen for the next few days. By, I would say, maybe next week, uh, this whole thing will be over. Like, no, nobody's going to be talking about it. And as far as the sign goes, here's the thing. And to the social, you know, that sign that you put up, let me tell you something. It's very confusing. Because when you put the words, and I say this, when you put the words... Uh, and I'm, let me see if I could try to read this again, if you don't mind. I'm replaying the whole shit. When you put the terms, absolutely no banging allowed, remember, and I want you to hear this very closely. And I see, and yes, you put the sex crossed out like that, okay? But here's the thing. When I see that sign, and when I see the term, absolutely no banging that's exactly what you're going to fucking do, all right? Now, if you put absolutely no sex, then it makes fucking sense, okay? When I hear banging, that's exactly what I'm hearing, all right? And by the way, that sign will probably be gone within another month. I, I can guarantee you that right now, because what, what what's the point of doing that? That's like, that's like me telling Richard, you know, Richard, uh, I want you to put out a sign that says no, and I've, I've said this many times before. Nobody fucks with the jukebox but Furman, okay? Nobody fucks with the jukebox with the main event. Now, I have, you know, said that to Richard in a silly note, you know, just to be, just to be a goofball. I'm not going to literally just tell Richard, hey, you know, put a sign out that says, absolutely no one touches the jukebox but Furman. That shouldn't happen. I mean, that, and if people see that, the first thing they'll say, that's stupid. Why should one guy take over the jukebox? Well, number one, I'll, I put good music. And number two, I don't want to hear the same bullshit that I've heard every single fucking time I walk into that place. And number three, I need to have a good time. That's how it fucking goes, all right? So, social, uh, you'll have that sign there for a while, but eventually people will forget about it within a month. I promise you that right now. Okay, now we can... <laughs> Let's go ahead and get off this uh, train here, if you will. Let's see if we can um, get back into back into reality, if you will. Okay, so let's talk about, um, speaking of the stupidity that's been going on in professional wrestling. Oh, uh, b before we talk about that, let me talk about uh, Main Event Weekend. Um, now, this is going to be a huge weekend. Now, this weekend is going to take place around... The 16th, the 17th, and the 18th of July. Now, I want everyone to hear this because this is extremely important. Now, and just to let the cat out of the bag because uh, we are getting closer and closer to our second anniversary of the Main Event Talk podcast. Now, as you know, it's been two years now. It's almost going to be two years since the inception of the Main Event Talk podcast was introduced. So just to kind of give you guys an idea, and I, and I have a lot of stuff that's going to be happening that particular weekend. Now, Friday is... There, there's a couple of things that are going to happen on Friday. Obviously, Friday Night SmackDown. And Friday Night SmackDown, for the first time, is going to have an audience which is going to take place over in Houston, Texas, over to the, at the uh, Toyota Center. 
Okay, so that's going to be extremely important, uh, important to check out. Another thing, uh, to all of you movie buffs out there, you know that uh, the Space Jam movie is coming out on July 16th on Friday as well. Now also, on that day, myself, Mondo, and Michelle Morales, um, us three are having a birthday on that day. My birthday is on the July 16th. Uh, Mondo's birthday is on July 16th. And Michelle Morales, who is also Marcos Leal's wife, is having a birthday as well. So all of us are... Uh, and, the thing, and the reason why I call it Main Event Weekend is because even though my birthday is going to be on the 16th on Friday on July, I've decided that, you know what, I think we should make it a three-day weekend. You know, I, I think, like, in other words, my birthday should be not only on the 16th, but on the 17th and 18th as well. You know, because it's close to the weekend. I mean, it's one thing when you have your birthday on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, whatever. But if you have it on Friday, why not just make it a weekend, you know? And, 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 and here's also another important factor. Not just the fact that it's going to be my birthday on Friday, and not just the fact that I'm going to pretty much have a birthday weekend you know, going on for myself, so that's going to be great to check out. But also, the Main Event Talk is going to be doing several episodes of the Main Event Talk. We're going to do a two-part episode of the second anniversary show of the Main Event Talk podcast, which obviously we're going to talk about the show and several things are going to be taking place. Now, also, on the same weekend, Money in the Bank is going to take place over, I believe it's going to take place in Dallas, Texas at the uh, Airlines Arena. So, no details on that, but I know that there's going to be uh, an episode about the the Money in the Bank, obviously. We're going to do a two-part episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, and we're also going to do an episode involving Money in the Bank, and of course, several of the big wrestling news that goes on, and everything else like that. So, that's going to be an interesting weekend. So, I'm, I'm telling this, and, and if everyone's listening to this right now, the Main Event Weekend, my birthday weekend... We'll start from Friday all the way down to Sunday. So it's going to be three days of the main event birthday. And yes, and I know some people are going to say, well, your birthday's on Friday for me. You don't have to have a two-day weekend. Yes! If, Memo- if Memorial Day weekend can have Memorial Day on Monday and then have Saturday and Sunday right next to it, it's Memorial Day weekend. If that can happen, I can have a main event weekend. I can have a birthday on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Okay, that is how it fucking goes. Follow along with the ride. And, as a special surprise, there's going to be an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And it's going to feature a match that took place 10 years ago at Money in the Bank. Now, this match altered, almost altered the course of wrestling history. It's going to involve one of my favorite superstars of all time. We will talk about that match. We will talk about that individual. And this individual not only became the WWE champion, but he also left the company with the championship belt. Most of you know who he is. And for those that don't, you'll just have to find out on July 17th on the Main Event Talk podcast. You'll know what it is 
real soon. Main event weekend, guys. Be ready for that. The main event talk podcast is going to blow up like crazy. And, of course, my main event birthday will happen on the 16th of July, on the 17th, and on the 18th. And, and, and yes, my birthday is going to have to be at Rich's Billiards at 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes. The legend continues. It ain't the social, bitch. <laughs> I just had to kick that in. I'm sorry. But I can't wait for it. Main event weekend is going to be tremendous. Cannot wait for that. Okay. Let's talk about the stupidity that I mentioned earlier here. And I wanted to talk about this right away because, you know, there's been a lot of stupid stuff that I've seen in WWE lately. And as a matter of fact... Uh, not just on WWE, but also a, a lot of the stuff that I've seen on Monday Night Raw has been unbelievable. So let me see if we can uh, bring up Monday Night Raw, if we can. Um, okay, uh, let's see if we can find it real quick. Alright. Okay, so what I'm looking for right now is, it was here somewhere, if we can find it. Okay, I found it. So, this one segment, which took place around June 7th, involves both Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss. Now, Shayna Baszler is a uh, former NXT, two-time NXT Women's Champion, also a former Tag Team Champion, and someone uh, that... Uh, that I like and admire. Uh, she's one of the best women's wrestlers going today. Now, Alexa Bliss, who is also a former NXT... Well, she wasn't a former NXT Women's Champion, but she was a part of the brand. Uh, she has been a SmackDown Women's Champion, Raw Women's Champion, and Tag Team Champion. And she's gone through this completely crazy transformation, right? This transformation that it, it just... It's unbelievable when I see this shit, right? So... I look at this, and uh, let me see if we can, if we can play this. Um, so we're going to play the segment of the part where Shayna Baszler is in the uh, Alexis playground, which is sort of a, a little show segment or something like that, and it's it's kind of stupid. And you'll see where this is going. Now you're going to hear my commentary on this, and you'll see where all this is going because this this is the example of. Why Monday Night Raw has been turned into a freaking horror movie, all right? So let me go ahead and press the volume up on this one, and let's begin. New friends come in different shapes, different sizes, different blood types, different... So there's Alexa Bliss talking, holding on to her doll, Lily. Not known for her ability or desire to make new friends with just about anybody. Here comes she said space. she's not afraid, and this is someone right now walking with confidence, Byron. Uh, I respect the fact that Shayna Baszler wants to nip this whole situation in the bud with Alexa Bliss, but I, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel comfortable with Shayna Baszler in this environment with Alexa Bliss and Lily. I don't know that anybody does, Byron. This is just... We'd like to give you a chance to be our new friend. All you have to do is apologize to Lily. (laughs) You want me to apologize to a doll? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just two little words. I'm sorry. 
Wow. You are even more delusional than you look. You are the reason behind Reginald's accidents. More important than that, you are the reason Naya and I are no longer the women's WWE Tag Team Champions. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> That's just silly. I would never do such a thing. I just want us all to be friends. Now this next part here, she has a dog. Lily. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're just a stupid doll. Now, I agree with that terminology. Oh. And I said, no. Wow. Alexa, Alexa Bliss, irate. She's not taking that. Going after Shayna Baszler right here. Oh, apology, Alexa Bliss was expecting. Now, this, this is the part Shana where Baszler. now it gets completely stupid. Alexa Bliss comes to the oh, ring. Oh, Shayna Baszler has her foot on the doll, right? And then the next part. She goes ahead, proceeds to about to stomp a mud hole. Oh! He did on it. The dog. Now, once this happens, now, the next part now gets completely stupid. Alexa Bliss has a smile on her face. You know, all of a sudden, the Thunderdome turns into some sort of a horror show. Shayna Baszler is leaving the ring. Alexa Bliss is in the middle of the ring with the stupid doll, and I'll call it like I see it because it is. Fire burst out. And I'm yeah, get the hell out of here, Shayna. Like, what, what the hell is going on here? You know, I'm at home. Uh, uh, more fire coming up. I'm at home watching this. Stupid doll. And she's just running around in the arena, right? She's running around, coming over from one section to another, trying to find an exit to the building, and everything turns off and then comes back on. I mean, oh, the lights are flickering. It's like, what the hell is going on here? And I'm looking at this like, when did this become a horror movie? So Shayna Baszler goes in this room, right? Close to the door. And then sees another room that she enters, I think. Closes the door, locks it, goes ahead and you know how you get all the furniture and you lock it and everything else like that? All right, so she takes... She takes the furniture, okay. blocks the door, uh, tries to barricade the door happening. as much as possible. Now, okay. here's the next stupid okay. part, okay? Shayna Baszler is okay. walking back. The lights are still flickering. She turns around, there's a mirror, and you see Lily. You see the doll. No, 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 no. It's just a doll. Just a doll. She turns around and the doll is not there. Now, this is where it gets real stupid because when she turns back to the mirror, there's no, the no, no, fucking no. doll. Are you fucking no, kidding no. me? No. And my first thought is she's gonna smash the mirror. Shit. Oh, and she did. This is like, I'm watching this. Okay. Oh my god, and I'm saying to myself, what the fuck? What the fuck did they do to Shayna Baszler? I mean, you know what? 
This is exactly why the ratings are dropping. This is exactly why people don't even try to watch Monday Night Raw. Hell, the ratings. You know where they're at right now? The ratings for Monday Night Raw are at 1.65 million. And it was at 1.52 million last week. Right? This is exactly why people don't try to watch Monday Night Raw. Because it's not realistic. It's not. It's stupid. This is absolutely the stupidest thing I've seen in a long time. Now, I've got nothing against Shayna Baszler. I like her. I, you know, she's one of the things that I like about the women's division. Alexa is great. Unfortunately, I don't like where this gimmick is going. All right? And I know there's going to be some common morons and idiots that are going to try to educate me and give me the school of, oh, well, it's based on a horror movie, Furman. And if you pay attention to this closely, you'll see where this goes. Listen, this is professional wrestling. All right? The thing you have to do is, number one, you have to make sense of this whole thing. All right? You have to make sense. Number two, listen, if I want to watch a horror movie, I would go to the movies. Or watch it on my DVDs for crying out loud. You know what horror movies are? Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All this other crap, are you fucking out of your mind? You know, I'm not sure where this is going right now, but we know that Hell in a Cell is coming up next week, next Sunday. On Father's Day, which uh, which Father's Day is going to be real, real interesting right there, especially when you got Hell in a Cell happening on Sunday, and there's going to be a boxing match happening on Saturday involving uh, some uh, Belief Chavez, I think. Uh, it's going to be a Father's Day weekend. Of course, my father, who passed away several months ago, uh, his birthday is going to be on, uh, believe it or not, on Father's Day. Yeah, on, on Hell in a Cell, so... Uh, I'm actually considering uh, wanting to... Uh, I, I've, I've decided that I'm going to have somebody make a cake for us and, uh, you know, to celebrate my father because it is Father's Day and it's also going to be, you know, my father's birthday, so it's going to be tremendous. So check out check out Hell in a Cell coming up on Sunday, June 20th, uh, live on Peacock. And, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious about what's going to happen with this whole thing with Alexa Bliss and this whole thing with fucking Shayna Baszler. This is exactly why I don't try to watch. This is exactly why the ratings drop and everything. And I, and I know some people are going to be saying, well, why do you keep watching Raw? I'm not like all these other morons are going to say that they're going to, and I've said this many times before, and I'll repeat myself here again. I'm not one of these people that say they're going to stop watching wrestling, and when they do, they go ahead and go back to it when they see something they like and everything. Me, I keep going. All right, I, I didn't stop in 93. I didn't stop in 96. I sure as hell didn't stop in the Attitude Era. I sure as hell didn't stop over in the Ruthless Aggression Era. I'm a wrestling fan. I watch pro wrestling. I watch everything from not just the WWE. And, and allow me to repeat myself. It's not just the WWE I watch. I watch AEW. I watch NXT. I watch the NWA. I watch MLW. I watch Ring of Honor. I watch all of these different types of pro wrestling organizations. The problem is, is that when you got something like Ring of Honor, MLW, and the NWA, those are really great wrestling promotions that based on professional wrestling based on stuff that's real, based on something that the fans want to see, competitive matches, championship goals, everything about it is real. 
the shit that you see in AEW and NXT and W, well, uh, well, let's call it AEW and Monday Night Raw, you see a bunch of horse shit. You see a bunch of storylines that make no fucking sense. Wrestlers that used to be there and then all of a sudden they were released for absolutely no, you know, no reason. Alex, Alistair Black being an example because he was a part of a storyline. Then all of a sudden they kick him out and then word is they're going to try and bring Alistair Black back, right? Then... Uh, word around town is that there's a possibility to see John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, which may happen, and I hope so, and hopefully, if the rumors are true, Brock Lesnar may have possibly returned to the WWE. And also, here's something that you need to know, and I'm begging the WWE to do this, and here is the thing. There's money on the table right now, WWE, and you have it in your fucking hands. Bobby Lashley is the WWE champion, and you got Brock Lesnar, who's possibly returned to the WWE. You put Brock Lesnar, you put Bobby Lashley, you put it at SummerSlam, you make it the main event, you got two guys that not only competed in the wrestling ring, they've also competed in an octagon. One guy, Brock Lesnar, competed over in UFC. And Bobby Lashley not only competed in the wrestling ring, not only competed in Impact Wrestling, but he also competed at Bellator. He's competed in many MMA fights. All right? Imagine this, if you will, WWE. The reality. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley... SummerSlam. I don't care if it's a no disqualification, no count-out match, whatever. As long as you put that fucking match together at SummerSlam in that stadium in Las Vegas on Saturday night. So, WWE, listen to me and listen to me closely. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. That's your main event. That's your money-drawing situation. It doesn't matter if the WWE Championship is on the line or not. I just want to see two MMA fighters compete in the fucking ring and beat the living shit out of each other and sell some fucking tickets. That's your main event right there. This is exactly why I call myself the biggest wrestling fan in the world because I know how to draw. And I don't mean with a fucking pencil. Get your lesson out of that, WWE. Now, let's go ahead... Boy, I'm giving you a lot of a lot of leeway here. Let's get to the conclusion right here. We're almost at the end of the show right here. So let's talk about what's about to take place this Sunday on pay-per-view. Let's see if we can um, pull it up here. NXT TakeOver in your house. Uh, as far as we know it right now, these are the five matches that are going to take place. Now, it's not going to come in this order, but I'm going to give you my predictions on each one. Uh, winner take all six-man tag team match for the NXT North American Championship and the NXT Tag Team Championships. The champion, Bronson Reed, who is a North American champion, with MSK, who are the tag team champions, will compete against Legado de Fantasma of Santos Escobar, Jacqueline Wild, and Raul Mendoza. Uh, this is going to be an easy match to look at. Uh, it's going to be nothing but high dives and flips and everything. Uh, this should be tremendous. Check out. Um, I'm gonna. I'm obviously. I'm gonna go with uh, the champions. Uh, I see Bronson Reed retaining his championship, and I see MSK retaining their tag team titles at uh, NXT Takeover in your house. It should be tremendous. <coughs> the next matchup for the. 
Women's Championship, the former champion Ember Moon goes one-on-one against the current champion Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai in her side. Uh, Obviously, I'm going to go with Raquel Gonzalez in this one. Um, This is going to be a competitive matchup. Uh, Ember Moon is a former women's champion, so she knows what it's like. Uh, I don't expect to see Raquel Gonzalez lose the title anytime soon. She had a match with Mercedes uh, Martinez about a couple of weeks ago, and now she has a chance to go after Ember Moon. Uh, This should be a tremendous match to check out. Like I said, I'm going to go with Raquel Gonzalez. Now, this one... Uh, speaking of Mercedes Martinez, uh, she's going to be competing in this match against Zia Lee, who has gone through this completely crazy transformation and has this uh, Mia Ying. I think that's uh, this person's name is supposed to be this evil samurai Japanese warrior or something like that. I don't know. It's kind of a crazy thing. But in this match... I, as much as I want for Mercedes Martinez to win, and I really want her to win in this match, I think Zia Lee has the edge here. I mean, she may be a little bit smaller, but she's very ferocious and very tough in the ring. So that should be interesting. So the main event, um, I, 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 like I said, I like Merce- Mercedes Martinez, and I do think she can win, but I think Zia Lee will win it. So, you know, there, there's a little, an odd thing to this, but you'll know what I'm talking about uh, when I release the next episode. This one is going to be interesting because it's going to feature a ladder match for the... It says vacated million-dollar championship. Now, the million-dollar championship, as you know, this championship has been held onto by the Million Dollar Man, a design that happened back in 1989. Uh, very, I would say very prestigious championship, but also a very expensive championship if it's worth a million dollars, if you know what I mean. Now, that championship has been held onto by, by Virgil, by DiBiase, uh, of course, by Stone Cold Steve Austin, he held on that championship as well when he was the ringmaster. And then, of course, the last person that held on to it was Ted DiBiase's son, uh, Ted DiBiase <laughs> Jr. <laughs> uh, this is going to feature Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes going one-on-one against L.A. Knight in a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. This is going to be interesting because um, Cameron Grimes uh, loved the gimmick. Love what he is. He's a millionaire, supposedly. And L.A. Knight is a millionaire in his own right. These two are, are going to put on a good match. So I think, um, and I kind of see this coming. Cameron Grimes is good, but he's kind of a goofball. Uh, L.A. Knight is L.A. Knight is everything that he says he is. He's an egotistical maniac. He can talk. Uh, he has all the tools it takes to be a champion. I see L.A. Knight winning this match. And also, and this is the part where I know Ted DiBiase quite well. I mean, you know, how how many times have we seen where Ted DiBiase is involved in some sort of match and all of a sudden someone turns on someone, right? Like, in other words, it wouldn't surprise me if Ted DiBiase were involved in the match. And it also wouldn't surprise me if L.A. Knight were the winner and not Cameron Grimes. Now, if Cameron Grimes were to win and ends up with Ted DiBiase, that's going to kind of be like, wait a minute. Really? Like that? Just like that? Now, if L.A. Knight wins and Ted DiBiase is involved and he hands the championship over to L.A. Knight, then that's the smart move to do. And I and, no, and that's my prediction. I'm going to go with L.A. Knight. I'm going to go with this, uh, you know, just like that. See how it goes. So, I pick L.A. Knight to win the match. I think DiBiase is going to go with L.A. Knight. 
and Cameron, uh, Cameron Grimes is going to be left in the dust in every way possible. Now, the last and final matchup is going to feature a fatal five-way for the NXT Championship. Karrion Cross to defend the championship with Scarlett on, her, on his side. With Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano Aust with Austin Theory on his side. And Pete Dunne. We got several former NXT champions here. Uh, Adam Cole's been a champion. Uh, I, except for Kyle O'Reilly, he's never been an NXT champion. Johnny Gargano's been an NXT champion. Oh, and Pete Dunne's never... He's been the uh, United Kingdom champion, but never have been the NXT champion. So we got two individuals that have never been the NXT champion. Now, this is going to be good in so many ways because Karrion Cross is this invincible individual, right? Uh, he's been invincible ever since he held on to that championship. He he pretty much got Finn Balor out of the way, and now all that's left are these four challengers. So, who do I pick to win this match? Um, I am gonna actually go, and and you'll find I I don't think you'll find this to be funny, but I think I'm gonna go with Karrion Cross in this one. See. I was actually going to originally pick Adam Cole because he was the former champion and you know he he cuts Adam Cole cuts the best promos you could possibly imagine. Um he has you believing that he's going to be the champion. He has you believing that he's everything that he expects and more. So let me go ahead and uh show this clip here real quick if we can. I wonder if I can Okay, here we go. So there was an attack. Uh, there was an attack that took place uh, right around, um, right at the end of the NXT show, right, and it featured all four four members or all five members. Karrion uh, Cross is in the ring, and then here comes Kyle O'Reilly, and then here comes Johnny Gargano on the other side. Here comes Pete Dunne. Adam Cole appears on the screen and everything else like that, talking his guts out or whatever. Uh, everyone starts attacking Karrion uh, Cross. Adam Cole is nowhere near the near the ring because he's out backstage. Now. Carrying uh, Cross is invincible and pretty much beats the hell out of everyone. And even when they try to double team him, you cannot kill Carrying Cross. This dude is invincible. And then when he kills everybody, my first thought is, oh, it wouldn't surprise me if Adam Cole shows up. All of a sudden, da 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 da, Adam Cole shows up, baby, lays him out and everything. And then you see Carrying Cross laid out at the hands of Adam Cole. And Adam Cole holds on to the NXT Championship. Is that going to be a sight to see at NXT TakeOver? We'll have to find out this Sunday on the Peacock Network. Let's get some comments going from Adam Cole after what happened that night at NXT. Oh, perfect. Follow me. Follow me. I'm not done talking yet. Because <laughs> as you can tell, I've had a lot to say these past few weeks. I, I knew I was gone for a couple of months. I knew NXT missed me more than anybody they've ever missed before. And now I find myself in a fatal five-way. I find myself against the current NXT champion, that disappointment of a champion, Karrion Cross, The guy that I punked out not once, but twice, two weeks in a row. Then we've got Kyle O'Reilly, the guy who owes his entire career to me. Gargano, done, I beat both of them before. I am on a roll like I have never been before. And when Adam Cole wants something, he takes it. And at TakeOver in your house, I am going to take my NXT championship back. There's not a single person who could stop me and there won't be anybody able to do so because I am on a different level. There has never 
never been anybody in NXT like me, and there never will be. So when I leave, take over in your house as the new NXT champion, I can't wait to say I told you so. And get out of my face. Well, Adam Cole is definitely confident coming in to NXT TakeOver In Your House. Happening this Sunday, live on the Peacock Network. Get an opportunity to check it out while you can, guys. It's going to be tremendous this Sunday, live on the Peacock Network. We can't wait to check this out and everything else like that. Of course, you can. Um, we're almost at the conclusion of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, so I want to go ahead and just um, go ahead and get my stuff out of the way. Um, if you want to subscribe to the Main Event Talk podcast, all you got to do is go ahead and hit the subscribe button that you see right there. Uh, subscribe to it on uh, Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is you find your favorite podcast. If you also, if you want to follow the Main Event on Twitter go to uh, twitter.com slash at main event player you can also follow me on my instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player if you want some latest info what's going on in professional wrestling all you got to do is go to the main event talk at facebook.com slash at real main event talk for all your latest info that goes on in professional wrestling everything from nxt to smackdown to raw to aew to the nwa mlw and the whole nine yards and of course if you want to um friend requests me on Facebook, well, that is up to you. I'm just laying that out for you guys and everything else like that. So just uh, be ready and stuff like that there. Well, anyways, guys, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take off here in just a moment. Uh, uh, of course, like, like I said, you can follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram and, and the whole nine yards. And also don't forget, uh, if you want to go check, uh, go over to Richard's Billiards and check out some stuff over there. At 5815 Weber, you know, go ahead and take advantage of their awesome drink specials. Get advantage, uh, take advantage of their uh, food and everything. And, uh, of course, like I said, main event weekend is going to be happening around that time. Of course, I'm going to be, like I said, July 16th, July 17th, and 18th will be considered main event weekend for me and to Mondo and to Michelle. Um, I'll wish them a happy birthday as well on this episode. And don't forget, the Main Event Talk podcast, the second year anniversary, will be a part one, part two special. So be ready for that and everything else like that. That's going to ha- all happen on July 16th. So should be great here. So anyways, I'm just trying to pick a selection right here. So guys, anyways, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And I'll see you next time. Uh, hopefully after NXT TakeOver, uh, you know, just to give you guys the results of... Um, just to give you guys the results of the, uh, what you call it, um, <laughs> just to give you the results of what's happening on NXT TakeOver, uh, no doubt there'll probably be, and just to let everybody know, there'll probably be a match that's going to take place, uh, during the countdown show, so it would surprise me if that happens, so anyways, guys, uh, we're, okay, we're almost at the conclusion here of the Main Event Talk podcast, so I just want to say thank you very much for listening. And as I stated, uh, as I said before, please subscribe to the Main Event Talk podcast. Let your friends, let your family know that the Main Event Talk podcast is the hottest podcast going right now. And, it, you know, it seems to me like everyone's doing a podcast. Isn't that funny? Everyone's doing a podcast. But anyways, thank you for listening, guys. And I'll see you next time in another great episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And once again, don't forget to check out NXT TakeOver in your house. Happening this Sunday, live on Peacock. It should be tremendous to check out. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions, enough said.
Guys, take it easy.
from the Among the Living album that was Anthrax with Indians. Get a chance to check out NXT TakeOver in your house live on the Peacock Network. I'll see you next time, guys. Take it easy.